Welcome back to the Good Ass Music Podcast. My name is Axel Tanner. With me, I mean, I have the, I have the pleasure of being with two young legends in the game. Uh, with me right now is Jelani Brown. Yes, sir. Back at it. <laughs> back at it. And then we also got Brandon Mullen. That's me. That's me, goofy <laughs> That's ass. That's me. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm very out, goofy. In the outdoors, you know, with the... <laughs> He came through like it's Mario. <laughs> yeah. Always got to bring something unique, something something goofy. You know, with, that's me. With the fresh you'll, you'll, you'll learn. You'll learn. I'm goofy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. Um, yeah. Back back with episode two. Episode one was dope. Uh, you know, new week, new us. Uh, anything? Yeah. Anything new? You guys want to report on though? Just like in your lives? Yeah. Um. So two things. One. Um, I sat down with uh, Static Studios. They have a podcast called In the Mix with Jazz. Um, mm-hmm. Had a dope conversation with them just about um, my artistry and projects I got coming up and stuff I've done. Um, and the second new thing is I'm working on an R&B project with an artist uh, named Monty Palmer. Um, yes, sir. Out of I, so be on the lookout (laughs) is there is there like a rough release time frame um we're thinking in the fall august okay okay you you gotta you gotta let me uh contribute man we gotta get a collab going all three of us man actually i know you said you're an ex-producer bro but i we can't have that we can't (laughs) have none of that bro you know know this man can produce he's not an ex-producer He done put out like two EPs and shit. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, bro. No, that man. Hey, I'm living, I'm living off the royalties of my of my five lo-fi singles, and then that's it. <laughs> I'm running off into the sunset, dog. I did my time. Yeah. No, well, he also put out a loot pack. Like, let's. <laughs> yeah, bro. The, the man's just fired. He knows he's fired. Come on. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to start up start up the it. old Ableton one time. Hundred percent. <laughs> Jelani, that's dope though. So, what was the what was the podcast yeah. about? Like, what were you discussing? Uh, we were discussing what was, what is life has been, um, in quarantine. Uh, what were some of the things (laughs) that I did to, uh, get over being bored? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, how did I have to maneuver as an artist? Um, I think, I believe we talked about like favorite foods and stuff like that. Um, Essential questions. Right. Right. (laughs) You feel me? Cause I like to eat. (laughs) <laughs> uh stuff oh, yeah. like that being from the bay because she's also uh from the bay as well specifically oakland nice. shout out the town yes sir um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 that's dope so all all encompassing basically Pe- people got to know you pretty well you feel me if you want to know jelani go over there get a peek you feel me <laughs> i love it i love it right? i love it mullen mullen what about you where are you up to uh i'm on spring break right now so I'm over yes, here visiting sir. my fam, feeling really good right now. Really good right now. Went on a hike this morning, and Ooh. that was that was perfect. Where were you hiking at, dude? Just right up the street, actually. Oh, it's okay. Great. There's a little hill, and you get up to the top, three mile hike. You can see my house and just all of LA. Nice. Just, you can cover oh, all fine. this range, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. Beautiful view. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I went and played baseball with my my little brother and my dad today. 
play catch there for the first is. time in a really, really long time. And how did it feel? How did it feel tossing the rock? Dude, <laughs> great as always. Probably better, probably better than ever, honestly, because I don't have my dad yelling at me now. Instead, he's yelling at my little brother, you know, because I'm past that point. So I get to go out there and enjoy it now. Back yeah. then, my dad, Axel knows my dad. My yeah, dad, man. dad who always is yelling from trying to coach from the stands. Just a different hey, let breed. Me, a different let, breed. Me, let me tell you something. So me and Mullen would be always just trying to like chill, play some wiffle ball, like on some real just like goofy shit. And then, and then anytime Mullen's dad would come over, he would always like be like so mad that Mullen's not like sitting back on, on the curve yes, and, and keep yes. him, <laughs> and keep in mind like this is wiffle ball where the ball is like literally like going like this. And he's like, man, right. sit back on that. No, no. <laughs> Axel's absolutely right. And at one point it got so bad that I, I literally was not allowed to play wiffle ball. My dad's like, all right, you're messing up your swing too much. You can't play wiffle ball. I think no. that was when I was maybe 12 or 13. So I just, Dude. yeah, my dad, he banned me from wiffle ball. It, it was that That's serious. Long. It was uh. messing up my swing, quote unquote. So I got hey. banned from playing wiffle ball as a kid. But yeah, I'm enjoying playing cast right now a lot with my, my brother and dad. You know, that, I, I don't know. As I get older, I, I appreciate the little things like that more. Sounds yeah, corny. It nice. really does. No, but no, no. Like you really do. You really do. That's yeah. facts for sure. I mean, I think we all appreciate if, if we're lucky enough to, you know, be with our loved ones and our family depending on each of our circumstances. But yeah, I've definitely realized the same thing is just being with the loved ones. Like we're really going to look back on this, this time frame in in like 10, 20 years, should it even like a couple years. And, you know, depending on our circumstances really kind of miss and, you know, reminisce on, on this, this time frame, um, just because Absolutely it's such, nice. such a unique period of all our lives. And yeah. <laughs> Big facts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's dope. Well, I'm glad to hear y'all both doing well. For me, I um, talk to us, bro, bro. The newest thing that I've been on is today. I went to Walgreens to get a COVID test, and yes, um, I've had a few COVID tests in the past, but I'm from LA County, so they're usually like the mouth cheek ones. Um, oh, for real? Yeah, but today was something serious because it was my first like <laughs> nose uh, COVID test. I said I got all up in that nostril. Man, huh? and that that was <laughs> sneezing, huh? Were you sneezing? That thing was intense, dog. So right, like I didn't even know my nose could go like that high. But basically, <laughs> this is the way it worked. I don't know. For those of you who haven't gotten a nose test, apparently you have to put it in each nostril for 15 seconds, and like you don't even have to put it. You like. In addition to putting it in for 15 seconds, you also have to like, you know, like get in there and like yeah. <laughs> a little twist for 15 seconds on each side. So that, sh- that was crazy. I'll, yeah. I'll send you guys the video. It was actually really funny, but you got to sharpen, sharpen the pencil in your nose. <laughs> hey, did your eye water just a little Yo, bit? My, yeah, you, you Bro, feel like I was you slowly, crying. My, you slowly feel the tears coming down, man. No, no, no. My, my eyes weren't watering. I was crying. Like, like bro, tears flowing, and and I was sneezing, bro. I, it looked like I was sick after. I don't. That, yeah. It messed oh, me it's up. it's tough. It takes a minute to recover. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was it was a lot of coughing. Like I was literally like this. I was like, <clears throat> it was just, it was bad, man. It was a tough scene. I'll send you guys the video. That was it was pretty comedy. Oh but, yeah, we gotta see it. We gotta yeah, see man. It. That was that was the highlight of shit my week. Other than that, I, I was just coming right. coming off spring break myself two weeks ago um finishing up last semester of college you know how that goes like looking to graduate in may unfortunately it's going to be remote ceremony um but yeah yo new releases this past this past thursday slash friday uh the biggest name for sure was justin bieber he dropped his new album justice uh anyone got thoughts on that i definitely listened to it i got a few thoughts myself but anyone want to go first 
I'm gonna go grab my pillow because I slept on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come on now, Jelani. I'm sorry. I'm gonna give him a listen after we get off. Okay, this. okay. <laughs> yeah, let me Woman. see. So, Pe- Peaches was by far my favorite. It's, it's the standout. I don't think, Facts. I mean, it's number one for a reason right now. It's gonna be at the top of the charts, I think, for a long mm-hmm. time. It's just, it's a banger. And then you got Daniel Caesar and Giveon on there. It's just crazy. Yes, crazy. Sir. Okay. Crazy track. What else? Off the Face was another good one I liked. And okay. what, what was one more I liked? Off the Fizzy. Wrote it down. Off the Face. Die for You was cool. I was a little, I was a little let down by Dominic Fike. Yeah. He, he didn't do, his verse was kind of short and he didn't do anything very experimental melodically or no, nothing real unique that impressed mm-hmm. me, but it was still cool to see him on a track with Justin Bieber. So. I prefer yeah. Die For You by The Weeknd, but this is also a fire <laughs> Die For You. If, yeah, they gotta, you know. if you know, you know. Die For You by The Weeknd. You, know, you, 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 weekend. you gotta be careful when you name your song Die For You. You got, you got standards to uphold. That's it. <laughs> That's it right there. That's it right there. Okay, so those those were your standouts, basically? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, also I want to add, though, overall, the, I thought the whole album was, was really good, really good throughout, but the, my one complaint is it just it felt a little too radio-friendly for, for mm. me sometimes. But okay. yeah, that's all I want to add. It just it felt a little radio friendly, but it was it was quality quality music for sure. Definitely, yeah, I agree. Good with message, that. very good message throughout. The yeah, songs, very good yeah. message. Um, yeah, it was a it was a great project. I think when you're as big as Justin Bieber, you're kind of forced into that very radio friendly lane. Um, because at the end of the day, it's a business, and you know he's probably his label's biggest asset. You know, so he's got a he's got a provide them with you know those hits but i think there was a good balance between more of the slower personal songs where he was talking about like his personal experiences his development uh but then he also had like those radio hits i think i love how even though like he had the hits the hits were different compared to his previous project like he has more of this r&b like groove to his stuff the production was different his flow was different his melodies were a bit different so I, I like the overall direction of it. Um, I'm definitely a Justin Bieber fan. I never realized until like a few years ago, but I, I definitely rock with this music for sure. It was it was a solid project. But yeah, Peaches was number yeah. one. Peaches yeah, was number no one. Doubt. No so, doubt. Honey, you got to listen to Peaches. That shit is fire. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to stop hitting yet, the snooze and I'm going to wake the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> banger. It's a banger. Peaches is a banger, dude. So good, okay. man. All right. Next up, we got Code of the Friend. He dropped a project with To Kill a Sun, or the project's called To Kill a Sunrise, and it was exclusively produced by Static Selecta. Yo. So he came different on this project. <laughs> I heard one song. You heard one song? And the song that I heard, it was dope. So I Static Selecta, I heard about him um, when I started listening to Mick Jenkins a lot. Okay. And then I was, and then I like was like, who, who are these people producing? Woo, 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 whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And so then I ended up looking him up and just like seeing some stuff he did online and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, he's dope. Like he's really on like some East Coast boom yeah. bap yeah. sample type shit. And I was yes, like, sir. I fucks with that heavy. <laughs> and then to see that he and Coda linked up, I was just like, what is this about to sound like? And like the song that I heard was lit. Like. It had this dope old school vibe to it, but like this fire ass like lead flute melody. It was mm. it was dope. It was dope. And like this heavy bass line that wasn't like 808. It was more like an actual mm-hmm. real bass line. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Yeah, that's what's up. I think the project was super different from what Coda's put out in the past because 
you know, if you've heard one Coda song, you kind of get the idea and the feel, the vibe for every other Coda song, just because I I believe he produces most of his stuff. And it's in this, yeah, it's in this very, he uses a bunch of splice samples. I will say that as a producer, you kind of peep game on that and you realize he's using those. But his, his, very lo-fi. Yeah, very lo-fi. Yeah, so very different from his previous stuff. I think it was a dope little lane. I think, I think Coda's definitely, you know, growing as an artist when, when he's willing to take that step away from his own production and his, and his normal sound and venture off into this. So I thought it was a definitely a cool project. I'm definitely a Coda fan. I'm sure Felix loved it too. <laughs> I actually haven't had a chance to pick his brain. I'm going to find out. <laughs> you, yeah, you got to find out. If, if he hasn't listened to that project, I'll be, I'll be super surprised. But... Right, because I'm like, bro, you even went and seen him in concert. Yes, you sir. He's, he's, got, he's got the merch too, right? Right, I think big, so. Big Coda fan. <laughs> awesome. Apparently Coda's, yo, wait, so, or, you know, go ahead, Mullen. It's, it's kind of relevant, so go ahead. Okay, apparently Coda's like, his songs are kind of low-key, but live, like he turns them all up. Like he's, it's a very... That's what I was wondering about. Yeah. That's what I asked Felix about. I was like, his shows are like, I mean, his songs are hella low-key. Like, how was the show? And he was like, bro, it was turned. Yeah, he, he turns up. Okay. He turns up for every single song, even if it's more of a low key song. So that's a cool there little, a little side note. Yo, Saba dropped two songs. Yes, I heard one of them that uh, that Ziploc. Ziploc was my favorite. Fire. Slap. <laughs> hey, it kind of reminds me, uh, like how the bass is um, of uh, Mick Jenkins, uh, Carefree. Mm. I don't know if you heard that one. I, I love Carefree. Like, bruh that song is just fire. like just like how the song is it it the beat wise it doesn't really switch up you know what mm-hmm. I mean? like you'll get like your drops and stuff like that but like it's really just chords drums and a bass line yeah mm-hmm. interesting yeah ziploc was my favorite on there i loved how he rolled it out he kind of you know dropped the music video for it first uh where he was on the roof the aesthetic was dope um yeah. i like what he's doing i look back at his discography i hadn't been following too following him too closely but he's just dropping like two song little bundles um okay give it to him saba yeah and i think it's super <laughs> unique like i don't see any other artists doing Dude, that but, but i was I gonna it. say i've never heard of that but that is actually so fire just like a two-pack consistently huh? yeah just every just couple weeks give me just give me two fire songs Dude, just, I, just love a that. I love bro, that and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> don't give me give me thirty song albums. Like just give me just yeah, give me a little yeah. two piece. Yeah, yeah. A little more than one, you know. Two. Here we go. <laughs> two better than one. Yeah, man. So shout out Sava. Um, I think he's still heavily underrated. You know, representing the Chicago scene per usual. Too much heat his coming out of Chicago. Desk was gas. His tiny desk. Oh yeah. Yes, and he has his dad on there too, which hits me in the feels. I thought that was fire. Yeah, that's super dope. Actually, yeah. I love that. Love that. I, it's tiny desk also his music doesn't sound very different live than it does like on the album which i think is cool like the melodies he uses and just the production in general like it, it translates well to the live scene so shit shout out saba I, I see him on the instagram like he's got his whole little studio set up apparently he produces a bunch of the stuff himself so it's multifaceted I, I learned that shit recently too i said go Hey, family. <laughs> Super yes, talented, dude. It'll always be Saba love on this side. Uh, yo, Jelani's favorite project, Guap Dad 4000, dropped 1176 with Illmind on production. Look. Put us on game, Jelani. How was this project? Look. All right, let me talk to you. So <laughs> 1176 was fire because 
I am a newfound fan of Guap Dad. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm here for the scam, I guess. Um, <laughs> and Ill Mind has been one of my favorite producers since. Shoot, for a cool ass minute. You feel mm-hmm. me? Um, I thought the project was very, very well rounded. Um, you have. You have your Bay music. You feel me? They got one with Pilo on there. Oh, shit. Um, you have your, which I thought was hella dope. You have your heartfelt music, which was like um, uh, Stoop Kid, uh, Chicken Adobo. Okay. Um, was hella dope. Oh, and Gargoyles. I love Gargoyles for the simple fact that uh, it's featuring Tish uh, Hyman, I believe is her name. Okay. Um, and I heard about them a while back. They did this fire ass song um, uh, that's like this acoustic, uh, like it has this dope backbeat to it. Anyways, um, oh, shoot, what's the name of the song? Uh, I think it's called Subway Art. And in that song, she talks about just like the people in New York um, that live underground, how they yeah. are their art you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and then like she picks out these different people and uh, she tells their struggle and whatnot um and i was wondering like what happened to her what happened to all this music that she was doing because that single was fire and i think she's either like signed to diddy or something like that and like a songwriting contract or some shit okay i might have to do some more of my homework but it was lit to see her name pop up um so you already knew about her and then when you saw her name pop up it was just I was hyped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love her voice. I was like, oh my God. Um, it's dope. Uncle Ricky is fire just because I think it tells more about um why he raps the way he does and whatnot. The song is 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 about pimping and in, in, in the dope game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of his lyrics um uh stem from that, you know what I mean? And so it was it was it was dope to hear the backstory. You know what I mean? Because okay. everybody got a backstory of where, um, what they talk about, where it comes from. You yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was also lit as fuck um, how he highlighted his uh, Filipino heritage. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, shoot, like, embrace embrace your heritage. You feel me? Yes, where sir. Where from? That shit is fire. You feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe Man, it was on, touched on a lot. This project. That's what I'm saying. Like, Man. Went like, to the roots, Damn, all the roots. Yes. Yes. I was that's like, bro, that's you. art. You feel me? Right. Yeah. Tell me the story. Um, what else? What else? You, was was it, was it like a cohesive project? Like, would you say it was a more of a collection of songs or was there like something tying it all together? Um, I think the, what tied it together was the producer. Okay. And then um, the story that he was trying to tell, the reason why it's called 1176 is because that was the house he grew up in. Man. In West Oakland, I believe. Okay. And so um, at the end of the project, he, he was talking about, if I remember correctly, um, the last project was about him. I think it was like, not having and whatnot and then he was just like this one is about um this one is about having it you know what I mean? and like appreciate where you come from and he even says he was just like from here on out it's about maintenance and yeah I was like, oh that's fire I understand. that's crazy uh, talking Interesting. Shit like that. <laughs> that's dope 
Dope. Yo, what was, I mean, Illmind's crazy with it. So was it, was it a very, I'm sure there was modern elements to the production, but it was also very unique in the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some dope ass samples. Um, okay. How many, uh, the, it's the start of the track. I think that is hella dope. Um, I know that's a sample, but I can't remember off the top of my head where that shit is from. Okay. Um, but it was dope how he flipped it. Um what else? I know I know Mario Luciano, who's one of my favorite producers, he makes like soulful samples all himself. Like he composes them. And he definitely had a few on there. I saw he posted about it. So Bro, he's gas. I yeah. mean, I have bought some hand samples. <laughs> <laughs> no, his sample packs are serious. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna just throw that out there. Yeah. Um, For those of you who don't know, yo, Mario yo, Luciano, he produced um, Slide. He produced the samples um, on Slide by her uh, with YG. So that, that's him. Oh, Brian, know that he better go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Fucking slap too. It's like it's crazy. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Mullen? You. Oh, I was just gonna say, Jelani. What was you said? There was a sample that sounded familiar, but you couldn't tell where it was from, right? Uh huh. Um. Which? What was the name of that song? Uh, how many? How many? Let me see. I just want to I shout know out. It's who, a pop the, song. The mm. website who sampled. If you just type a song in there and you think it's, yeah. it has a sample that you're familiar with, it'll it'll show you exactly what the, the sample is from. Family. So yes, just want to let them know who who sampled dot com. Go there if you hear a sample that sounds familiar in the song. That's fire. That's that's a producer's producer's playground right there. Oh, Absolutely, bro. You got it. <laughs> you better put them on game, Mullen. Let's see. How many? Let's see. That's dope. So, how would you describe? Like, I don't really listen to a lot of Guap Dad, and from what I've heard, it, he didn't uh, really strike me as like this very outside the box, like creative artist. But it seems like he really developed into into that in this project. He has a fire ass persona, in my okay. opinion. Um, it's not. I don't think everything he does is is outside of the box but his persona though is like it i think it's lit as fuck you know mm-hmm. what i mean um i think that's that's what it is for him because i'm okay. gonna be honest when i was listening to the project it didn't um it didn't strike me as super outside of the box okay um it just strikes me as very versatile you know what i mean um you had your you, you with with the song with Pilo, you know, you got some females can twerk that Gra- ass. They grab your shirt like this song. Right. You feel me? Put on that dead face if you want. Uh, you feel me? Um, so you got a few parties, Jelani. I see a, I see a right. you know, <laughs> I peeped. Um, but then you have like your love songs like Chicken Adobo. You feel me? Mm. Um, and then you have your gritty, heartfelt songs. I really love Gargoyles because I don't think I've heard a song by guab dad where he shows his heart you know what okay. I mean? and i think he did in that song fire well, i have i've heard nothing by guab dad by the way i must say <clears throat> if you don't, I am completely if you don't out of game right now and yeah. peep the little scammer <laughs> like yo he did a song with denzel curry that is hella hard okay let me write this down i'll Bob definitely dad, check that go. out so yeah. gargoyles is that your favorite off the project Oh man, um, chicken adobo. Okay. Um, how many? Even though I don't have a heart next to that. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Definitely gargoyles. <laughs> gonna throw Ricky. a heart by that. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. far, 
I listened sure. to it like twice back to back. And nice. so so far that was all I picked out. Nice. You give it give a little air to breathe and then go revisit that thing. It'll probably right, right, hit right. way different. That's dope. Um last last song that or last release we got that was new, at least on my radar, uh was IDK. Uh you released the song just like Martin. I know Jelani's I know Jelani's a huge IDK <laughs> fan and he's he's been on him like for the early days. So so what were your two cents on that? Um, it was it was what I expected. I'm mm-hmm. very curious to see um, how his artistry blossoms because he he from when I first peeped him, he came in so strong mm-hmm. that I was just like, damn, damn, like what <laughs> what's next? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I love his his. I think he does a great job of balancing like um the the pop hip hop sound. Okay. You know what I mean? Um and mixing it with a message. Definitely. I, I think he does a fire job of doing that. So I'm just excited like to see what's next. Yeah, I checked out the song. I thought it was great. I I I I agree. I think he's he's got this great mix of powerful message behind his music but it's also just like it slaps like it's he can still be mainstream when he wants but also the production is a little different and a little bit more than what you're used to and the Mm -hmm. lyrics on top of that and his persona it's it's dope i think he's a great artist i think he's definitely heavy heavily underrated but also still developing and he's he's gonna be he's gonna be huge for sure i agree yes sir so, yeah. Um, if you haven't heard anything by him, check out Is He Real? Um, that's a fire ass project where he just pretty much um talks about uh faith, pretty mm-hmm. much believing in God and whatnot. Is is he real? It's not about him, it's about God. Um, and then the one of the projects that put me on him, oh my god, I think it's called Subtrap. Okay. Might have to look that up real quick. Yeah, I got his um, I got his discography up. That I love that project because um on each track it, it's a different person, like there's a name next to it. Ooh. And um that's the perspective of who he's writing from. And so oh, the shit. only time when you hear his perspective is when um I believe it's Jay that's yeah. right next to the track. Damn. Bruh, that is sick, actually <laughs> hey, i love that he's that's creative yeah that's crazy <laughs> right? that is creative that is creativity there you go i love that and yeah he's he's got it all coming together i mean he's he's a great artist he's he's definitely gonna be there one day for sure people are sleeping bad. on him right now i was bad I was, I was that was that bad. was the project <sighs> that put me on to idk because you you put me onto it and i think he was still jidk at that time at that, right 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 that's how you know. That project was crazy, though. Man, <laughs> man, I just I love the story that he told throughout. Like, I love the storytelling. I can just <laughs> listen to his music and be like, let me take notes real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, as a songwriter, I'm sure that that type of music hits different too. Like you, you're studying that, and because I mean, he's, he's definitely got it. Yes. Um, okay. Also, there was one more release that I forgot to mention. It was Lana Del Rey. Mullen, I believe you listened to this one. Did, did you have any thoughts on that? 
Yeah, well, I just listened to I just listened through one time. I didn't do a deep listen or anything, but my first impressions were she has a really beautiful. It's a soft voice. It's very soft, and yes. sometimes mm-hmm. she'll choose powerful beats to complement the soft voice. And the way she uses her voice and controls the beats while sounding the powerful beats while sounding very soft was it was something I found very unique. And you don't you don't see that in a lot of people. So mm-hmm. uh, that on like on white dress specifically, I yes. heard singing was very soft and the beat was powerful and I don't know, just the combination. I don't really know how to elaborate beyond that, but the combination of this innocent voice over here and the strong beats mm-hmm. meshing well, it kind of, it was, it was something else, man. That's what Definitely. I, that's what I really took away from it. Bro, can I just add to that real quick? Yeah. What I thought, so I haven't gone out of my way to like listen to her music. One of my friends that I kicked it with a whole lot back in the day was like a huge fan and just played her shit all the time to the point where it was like, I might as well just be listening to Lana. (laughs) And so like, I loved how she did her voice and put together her music and stuff like that. But this white dress song hit real different because it was just like, she had like a fire ass breathiness to her Mm -hmm. voice that I was like, I don't think I'd ever heard her really sing with. And I was like, I'm fucking with this. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, it caught me. It, it was just, you know, it stood out like instantly as, as soon as you you play the first track. I mean, it's super powerful. Um, it's called Chemtrails Over the Country Club. You know, I'm still trying to peep game on Lana Del Rey. I've definitely been asleep. I feel like if you're a fan of Lana Del Rey, you can't just be like a casual fan. Like Mm-mm. Lana Del Rey fans are <laughs> hardcore fans and I they love it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we'll get right. We'll do our more yeah, of our homework and, and get deeper into discography. But man, I did a listen through as well. Great album. Definitely stood out. Uh, I think it's just the type of music that we need, you know. It's just more, it's just different, unique music that, She's not afraid to, you know, have her own sound and put out music that's not necessarily commercial, you know. Yep. So, yeah, I, unique, I, I, man. That's that's the appeal for me. The uniqueness, really. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, yeah, that kind of wraps up the new releases. Uh, definitely keeping our ear to the ground for these releases coming up next week. I'm super excited for it. I, I think 2021 is going to be a great year for music. I know 2020 definitely ruined a lot of plans, but, you know, as things open back up, artists are more incentivized to drop their projects, you know, at least through the label process. So we're, we're just going to be hit with a ton of great music. I'm super excited. We're only like not even fully three months into this yet, and we've already got some great tracks. So, so we'll keep it going. We'll keep you posted on that. I guess moving on, this is something that me and Mullen were, were discussing for a bit, um, but it's kind of a question that both creatives and I think like anyone just, could really resonate with uh and i think we all have unique perspectives to the answer but what do you do when you're feeling you know down creatively or lacking inspiration and i mean as three music creators this is shit like this is just part of the job this is the day-to-day damn near so um i don't know if you guys you guys like have any input on that for sure as creators um, but i think it applies to everyone yeah no i agree um okay i'll start so there's a few things that i do uh, one is I take a walk. It's, it's real basic. Mm. They're all basic things, actually. Just take a walk. It helps me get moving after I've been sitting down for a while. And mm. then just being around nature, it really, I don't know, it heals me and it helps me feel grounded. And it just, yes, it gets me out of the rut that I'm in. Basically. So there's that. And then uh, another thing I, I do is I take a hot shower. This just works for me. I don't oh, know about shit. you guys. You can take a cold shower, warm shower, whatever it is. But for me, okay. it is a hot shower. And I don't know what it is, but it's just, it feels amazing. You know that the showers mm. are great. And 
when I'm in the shower, I come up with melodies so easily. I don't, I don't know what it Ooh. is, but a lot of my, my favorite melodies I make, it's in the shower. I, I don't know why, bro. It just happens that way. Hey, you got that shower reverb in there working. Right? That's what, bro, I sound so good in the shower. I sound so good in the shower. No, that's facts. Bro, I'll yes. be singing and I'll be, I swear I hate notes. Or the shower makes me think I'm Yeah, I'll be, I'll be feeling confident as hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's that, the showers. Okay, okay. walk and, then, and shower. Uh, yeah, walk and shower. Bro, it's basic shit, but like, Man. really, it makes a huge impact. Okay, and then uh, the last thing I wrote was, try and force yourself to either work out or meditate mm -hmm. and yeah these are good because they're hard to start both of these really mm -hmm. uh but they're both great for mental and physical health i don't really think i need to say more Definitely. it's just you know meditation and working out are key they yeah. really are so that's what i do those three things really three or four yeah. things i love that thanks oh yeah um should i go next i yes, feel sir. like what i do okay so Mullen says some sh some stuff that like jogged my own memory. I okay. love it. So <laughs> I feel like yes. as a writer, I don't know what it is, but I 100% agree. Um, writing, like if I'm having a hard time coming up with lyrics or whatever, I'll just go take a shower. And for whatever reason, Man. I don't know what it is, but I'll <laughs> I'll come up with stuff. And then just in general, I love... I love writing in the bathroom and I also love practicing in the bathroom. Don't okay. ask me why. It's probably just because there's a mirror there, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me think if I'm making music, I normally like to listen to the opposite of what I'm making. Um, and, or uh, like Mullins go on a hike. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 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 That or, um, I'm a huge lover of poetry. So like I'll go listen to like some spoken word or some shit like that. Damn. Um, Hell yeah. Or a comedian because <laughs> I find that shit to be like way poetic on how you have to put yeah. your jokes together and punchlines and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I like that a lot. Hell I yeah. mean, yeah, I like that. I didn't, I didn't even think about it, but I definitely relate to the shower point. I don't know why showers hit so <laughs> That makes me so happy. That makes me so happy to hear that both you guys are really on that. Yo, yeah, I, I was like, honestly, like, thinking about it from, like, not even a creative point, but just, like, getting your mind right. And then also, oh, you, oh, no. you just, like, you come up with thoughts. And yeah. just, like, things come to you when you're in the shower, just mindlessly getting scolding hot water poured on you. But for, for me, it's, like, I come up with like I haven't been creating music lately. So it comes up with like, you know, content ideas or just bigger picture ideas where I'm in the shower and I'm like, all right, let me, let me really put my mind to this. And I'll come up with some fire ideas or some fire TikTok scripts. And I'm like, damn, that really worked. Yep. So yeah. yeah, showers are dope for me. Also, you know, the exercise is huge. Um, for I, I've recently started, I've listened to podcasts a lot when I, when I'm working out, I feel like it makes the time go by quicker, but I recently just switched to just, you know, music. And I feel like that's helped unlock more of a passive, you know, approach when it comes to, you know, the mindset. And when I'm working out, it's more of a meditation for me than, mm -hmm. than having my brain like constantly listening to a podcast. So that exercise combined with the music, I think that's, that's sort of my meditative state. I don't, I don't, I can't, personally just you know roll out of bed and or sit on the ground and meditate uh, i don't know if you guys struggle with that yourselves um but yeah that that's kind of the stuff 
I, I haven't really been in you know the mu- music creative space recently. Uh, but man, that, that stuff was tough. What Jelani said, really kind of going outside of your genre when it comes to creating music is huge because you'll be inspired and you'll, you'll really be, you don't realize when you're creating music or anything, really, you kind of get locked into your routine and your creative process and really, you know, challenging yourself to get outside of that and listening to different things. I think also watching, watching movies was a big one for me. I, I've really, I really appreciate like the cinematography and everything that goes into a movie now as opposed to just you know accepting it for what it is um and that, that's really inspiring because that's like the ultimate form of creativity when you think about all the moving parts that have to come together um, yes. also like artwork nature yeah kind of just repeating what you guys have been saying it's it's kind of stimulating your mind in, in different ways than what you're constantly doing on a day-to-day basis um and yeah i I mean we're not experts either everyone's kind of learning and everyone will have new things come and go as time goes on and as you develop but yeah i I really like what you guys were saying bro can i add to that Mm -hmm. that an artist that i follow um was giving like tips on what he does um i was watching this amine interview and he was saying how um he has on a table don't ask me what if it's a coffee table dinner table i don't know but a table you feel me um he has a book of just art and he he was saying how um he asked his friends i think for his birthday or like christmas like he was just like there's certain type of gifts he doesn't want but like art is always welcome mm-hmm. and like that's what he does is he looks at art for inspiration when he goes and writes and stuff like that and i thought that was so dope because i that's something that I don't do. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, is this something different I need to try real quick? Yeah. And I just thought that was super fire. Yeah, art art is crazy. Like, it's so limitless. And however, like, you, anyone can interpret it any way. So it's a super unique, like, personal experience. And yeah, it's, that's, it's crazy. So I'm definitely a big proponent of just exposing yourself to art in any form, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's, 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 you know, that's one of those things that it's going to be until the end of time, people are always going to be having their inspirational days, but also lacking inspiration and creativity on other days. And I think one thing that really, I've, I think I heard it somewhere I was told um, is that as artists, if you really want to like make a career out of it, it's, you can't really wait for inspiration. It's kind of forcing inspiration to show up for you by, you know, putting in the time, making those five, six beats a day um, and kind of working through those ruts. I mean, everyone has their own creative processes. um, But for me, that, that was what worked best for me. Uh, I mean, when I was making beats, I'd make like four or five shitty beats. And then the sixth one was like fire. And if I never even had the courage or the straight mental capacity to make that six beat, like, I would, I wouldn't have, it would have been an L for the day, but pushing through is really, is really what gets you there sometimes. Mm. Yep. Forcing you to, uh, forcing yourself to do things that you don't want to do is a, mm-hmm. is a huge thing. It's so hard to do much easier said than done, but really just knowing that you got to force yourself to do things you don't want to do is the first step, I think. So definitely. That's really yes. what it is. Uh, pushing yourself. And cherry on top, being patient. Ooh, yes. Yourself, Absolutely. Your artistry. Talk to me. But I'm learning cause. <laughs> <laughs> yo that is a huge one dog i mean yep. everyone our age like everyone's struggling with patience and you know it's, it's has a lot to do with social media and everyone only posting their w's online rarely posting their l's 
you know, comparing yourself to everyone else. Comparison is the thief of joy. That's a quote that's stuck to me for so long. And I have to write that down. Yeah, that should. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got I got that written for sure. I mean, comparison is the thief of joy. It's it's really hard, and it's something that we all do. And it's just a matter of catching yourself when you do it, and then you know, understanding it, and then going from there. Jelani, Jelani got the, the post-it note out. He's... You, I'm not playing. I'm really <laughs> writing this shit down. <laughs> Whenever we give each other a game, we got to write it down always. Uh, thank yeah. you. Bro, thank I got you. my Mullen's notes understands. Right you here. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> Bro, you were telling me about also Jasmine Sullivan. It's kind of unrelated, but Jasmine Sullivan. I listened to her. Jelani, you talked about her last week. Fire. I, I love her. She's great. She, yes, she kind of reminds me of Alicia, Alicia Keys. I don't know what it is, but that's mm. just the impression I got. So I just I wanted to say that. <laughs> felt right. I love it. We're putting each other on, you know, through music and and life advice, it seems. Damn, we're how did I (laughs) (laughs) really really cross the spectrum with this? All right. I mean, that was dope. I think that was a cool little conversation. Um also this this is this is something that we were we were we were shooting around is what's you know, kind of focusing more on music, it's what's one collaboration you want to see right now like what are two artists that you would really like to see work together you think could really make something special together uh i feel like mullen has a burning desire to answer this question so <laughs> let me hear yeah, it yeah. chief i see the fire right. in his eyes <laughs> honestly if i asked you guys to guess what two i feel like there's maybe a chance you would you'd be able to guess it because these two were both in my top five from last week dominic fike and the kid Leroy. Ooh. Okay. two of my two of my favorites right now that would be fire no I know it would be a banger. And I also think that they have songs in the vault because I've seen posts. They hang out on social media. I've seen on Instagram. They're with each other sometimes. So I know they got the chemistry and they're both, they're both hot right now. They're both melodic. It's just, I guarantee it's a bop. So that's one I'd really like to see. Dominic Fike and the Kid Leroy. No doubt. No Dude, doubt. That's a hit. I think Dominic Fike does not make bad music at all. Like no. he's <laughs> no. fucking good. Oh my Dude, god! Dude, really? He's so underrated. I don't know why he's not huge right now. Honestly. Yeah. I, it's him. just a matter I'll, of time, maybe. That. It's definitely a matter of time. I think he's also, you know, he's playing the long game. He's not trying to ride any wave right now with what's hot. And I think him sticking true to his sound and what he's trying to trying to create, I think it'll it'll definitely pay dividends for him and reward him in the long run. Yeah yeah okay that would be that would be fire do you think it would be do you think it would be like a a rock trap kind of fusion or, or what what kind of world do you think that would live that would in be sexy i mean honestly i don't know i feel like the thing is with both these guys they could do anything the ranges from what mm-hmm. i've seen it is pretty damn good so it probably would be rock trap i don't know that's like kind of the, the middle lane for both of them but okay. i feel like they could surprise us with really really anything they're super creative both of them so that'd be dope man yeah. side note yeah. I saw, I don't know where I saw this. I think I was, I was watching like YouTube shorts for the first time ever, which is like the new TikTok competitor, but I was just oh, scrolling. Yeah. I was just scrolling through that thing. And then there was something where Bronny, you know, LeBron's son, he was he posted like he was in the gym with the kid Leroy, just shooting, <laughs> like playing yeah. basketball and shooting around. And I don't know why it's so funny to me when I see like rappers and artists just like play basketball. It's, it's kind of funny how right? unathletic people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Oh, I love that shit. But yeah, that was that was just a little funny side that I had. Jelani, you got a you got a collab that you're thinking of? Oh yes. Okay. Um two. Mm. So I think it would be fire if like um if 
IDK and Ooh. Denzel Curry did a collab. I Man. think that would be crazy just because they're both lyrical as fuck. Um, they both know how to have a good time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't, I don't know which, I think it would be a toss up, you know what I mean? Between like, would it be like a banger for the party or is it something you sit back and smoke to? You feel me? Yeah. Um, Got you. Yeah. Like it really could, could be anything. You feel me? That, yeah. or I feel like in IDK and Timbaland, like track would Ooh. go crazy. <laughs> I like that. Oh my God. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a disrespectfully good song. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> Timbaland beat with IDK on top, man. Yo, is Timbaland, has he been, has he been like releasing stuff? I don't, I don't know. You know, I or really is he kind of just like so. producing on the low? Like there's no way he's Dude, he, not, right? He's cooking I, up on Twitch, I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he does that frequently, yeah. But... That fan base, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't i'm not sure about the recent releases though i have to okay. check that out okay well we, we can check that out um yeah. for my collab uh this kind of this would be like a literal dream for me artist number one isaiah rashad and Ooh. artist number two anderson pack i think that yeah. that shit would be nasty i i don't oh. think people i don't think people would understand because i'm the type i'm such a big isaiah rashad fan that like I'm on YouTube just like looking at his unreleased snippets that he plays on IG live all the time. And like, that's the only source of Isaiah Rashad music I've had like this whole four or five years because he doesn't drop a damn, a damn project. But I don't, I don't think people understand how good Isaiah Rashad would flow on like, you know, a typical Anderson pack, like bop, like, Oh man. Yeah. I think it would be yeah. crazy. Wait, are we talking like slow and not slow Anderson pack, but like, I'm thinking more upbeat. Upbeat, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm thinking like not, not a like some come down, some dang with Mac Miller, like something like uh, that, where it's just like come down. That's so some hard. groovy shit. Like shit, shit that makes you move a little bit. I think that'd be crazy. <laughs> I think Isaiah Rashad would really flow well. I'm super excited for his project coming up. His flow was ridiculous. His sound, his vibe, fires me. His whole vibe. He's just is crazy. great. He's great all the way around. Yeah, when is he dropping? When? When is he expected? I don't know. TDE's been having like I've seen behind the scenes. He's just shot a music video recently, um, so that means he has to have something. He's working. I mean, a label not going to yeah. shoot a music video if they're not putting it out. So yeah, was, yeah. was it one of his own music videos or was he yeah? It, it was for it was for his song. So oh, okay, okay, okay. So I think it's definitely been teased that he's dropping something this year. Um, I think it's going to be called like the house is burning. That's like oh, the shit. title that that's been floating around, but who knows that shit could change real soon, but man, huge Isaiah Rashad fan. I was so hyped when he dropped his, his one single, don't worry or why worry. Uh, that was the first song I got from him in, in like freaking four years, five years since he drops uh sun's raid. But yeah, man, that would be my dream collab. Anderson Pack and Isaiah Rashad. I feel like that would be nasty and it would work super well um for sure but yeah okay moving on music news i found okay do you guys know what the calm app is never heard of it calm like calm like c-a-l-m calm app oh i've seen ads for it yeah oh i get hella ads for it so is it kind of is it is it like headspace yeah yeah kind of like a headspace meditation app um apparently get, they get like a hundred thousand new users a day so it's huge <sighs> i mean with yeah. our generation and you know like the mental health um and you know like just 
general levels of anxiety. Like it's super important. People are really putting an emphasis on their mental health and getting their headspace right. Um, so it's a super popular app. But in terms of music, uh, they're doing like 60 minute music remixes for like big artists. So like Post Malone mm -hmm. Circles, they're making like super soft remixes but they're 60 minutes long because they don't they don't want to like disrupt anybody's you know sleep cycle um oh. you know like if it's a three minute remix like it'll it'll change and then kind of interrupt so they're 60 minutes long and Wait. yeah i just thought it was interesting like they're, they're making that like these dreamy slow remixes so i know post malone has a circle song i know they're doing one with like sean mendez ariana grande Katy perry has one Yo, that um, sounds so nice. Just putting that on and falling asleep to yeah. it. Oh my god, bro! Yeah, because I'll listen I to wonder... circles by itself and fall asleep. But if they got like a calm mix over here, <laughs> they got bro, a I calm sixty-minute mix. Night. You could listen to that shit for an hour. That would be every nice, night. Huh? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. I gotta check it out. Yeah. So apparently they got Post Malone, Circles, uh, Casey Musgrave, Golden Hour, Breathing by Ariana Grande, While We're Young, Janae Aiko. That would be crazy because I know she makes yeah. some like super meditative soft music. I was Double just Rainbow by Katie podcast with her too. Oh, you were with Janae? Yeah, and she was just talking about like her music and her journey and just um, how much she, uh, when she started meditating and stuff like that, how much she put that into her artistry and her mm -hmm. live shows and stuff. That's super sick. Man, I saw her tiny desk and she she definitely incorporates it, and I think it's dope that her music is just it already has that healing power but when she like outwardly expresses and emphasizes that through her live performances i think it's just great um so yeah That's the fun. calm app shout out shout out to the calm app i know they've done like i know i think they're doing like an emphasis on celebrity stuff because i know they had like a harry styles like he's telling a story and you fall really? asleep to harry styles so Bro, i know the girls love that i know the girls right? love that yeah they're going crazy for that one you're going crazy for the harry that's styles. their most played that's their most played thing yeah the whisper in my ear yeah. <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm gonna check it out for sure I i'm super interested in, t in it and i think you know calm meditative music is it it'll definitely have a big space in the, in the music world coming up because you know people need it you know i think it's super important um also spotify launched a, a website called loud and clear um and the whole reason for behind this was because of they wanted to be more transparent with their payout process okay. uh, because that's been a huge issue with like independent artists with a, you know past years like just the, the minuscule super small uh payouts that these streaming services are giving so spotify actually put out like all their stats um and the main stat that really stood out was only 13,000, it was around 13,000 artists um, in the past year have made over $50,000 through Spotify. Only 13,000. So Ooh, when you think, yeah. So when you think of like how many, <laughs> yeah. So it's called loud and clear. World. Yeah. Out of the whole world, like only 13,000 artists have made 50,000. Nothing. 000. That is nothing. Um, I saw I read like a bunch of articles on this looking at it from both sides and when you do think of that Spotify is only one of the DSPs like you still got Apple Music and stuff it's not saying that you know artists are only making only 13,000 artists are making $50,000 on their career um, but it kind of does it's kind of glaringly obvious how small the payouts are for these streaming services and these artists so I don't know we'll see how that changes in the future and if it'll translate to maybe people having to pay more a month for Spotify you know yeah, um, yeah. 
I personally think the $10 price tag is kind of low when you have such unlimited music. Uh, but I know a lot of people also disagree and, and aren't even trying to pay $10. So I think it's, it definitely comes down to what people yeah. are, you know, willing to pay and value music at. That's facts. I didn't even know it was $10. That, that's really surprising. Cause I get the student discount. So I think it's like, I don't know, $5, five yeah, for, five Hulu for and Spotify like every month. So $10 is really interesting. <laughs> Apple, Apple's five. Apple music is five, right? Yeah, Apple music. I think Apple Music's 10 as well, but student discount's five. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm sure. Jelani didn't know about the Hulu Spotify discount. I did. Oh, you didn't know about the Hulu one? <laughs> oh, I didn't you got to put him on game. You got to put you onto that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I have hey. practicing to do. Yeah, write that down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? Is it? Uh, write that down right next to my quote, Jelani. Who? Who? <laughs> Hello, Axel's quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Equally important. Free game. Uh... <laughs> hey, is it Hulu Premium with no ads, or they still hit you with ads? I think I have ads. I'm Damn. pretty sure I have ads. Yeah. Damn. It's not premium. No. That's fucked up. <laughs> hey, those ads, man. I'm watching Modern Family. And oh, yeah. there's 11 seasons of Modern Family, and I'm already on season three. And the amount of ads I've watched <laughs> is like, I'm, I try to do the math like times 11 seasons. It's going to be a ridiculous amount of money. So, a ridiculous oh, yeah. amount of time. So, yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of convinced to you know throw a little paper <laughs> towards Hulu, right? But just so I don't have to deal with those ads because <laughs> it's it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that was what Spotify was on that whole transparency thing, like that's going to be a movement going forward. Um, another thing that happened that personally resonates with me and Jelani, because this artist was in our top five last Ooh. week, um, Black Swan, the album, the debut, st- the debut studio album by Smino turned four years old on Pi Day. Uh, it's March 14th. And I, I didn't even realize Pi Day, that's 314. That's the St. Louis area code. So that's like, their day as well which is pretty dope oh shit yeah so i didn't know that either yeah when i when i figured that out like it all kind of came full circle because that's where smino's from and it's kind of cool that that was his release date so yeah okay shmi (laughs) so yeah i mean it turned it turned four years old um jelani what's what's one of your favorite tracks on that look hold on hold on let me pull it up because the first thing that pops to my head is uh is it jupiter Jupiter was on I think that was on his Oh that was on it. that was that was that was something else don't yeah. even yeah don't even uh acknowledge that one um oh shit you know what is Irish roses cuz mm. I think that is the hardest way to start a project like, <laughs> oh, when that baseline comes in I lost my fucking shit yes sir <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's also crazy. Uh, roll with Duchess, so it just hit different. You feel me? <laughs> related on a personal level, let's say. I did. I was like, they showed me ain't got no Irish roses out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, bro. I think if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Monty Booker produced the whole project too, which is just speaks, oh, thanks, really? Yeah, speaks to his excellence. I mean, my God. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Shout out him. Something crazy. Just thanks for the inspiration, Monty. He grows that's crazy regardless, but if he produced the whole project, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a dub. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. All right, my, Irish Rose. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite, my favorite song off the project for sure, Irish Roses. Netflix and Duce was crazy. Um, Anita. Right next to that. Yeah, oh my God. Anita was right. on the project. Anita. 
crazy. Anita, Netflix, and Duce, those are the two songs that put me on to Smino. And, you know, like when an artist is just so different, but you just instantly connect with it, and then you just yes. are a fan instantly, that was basically basically the situation there. And then Amphetamine is the last track, and that was like one of my all-time favorites because I think the features in that song go ridiculously hard. They got... um I know they got no name on the featuring there. They got Bari on that song. Um, just a great project all around. And great. man, I'm super excited for this next Smino album too. I heard he's, I heard it's, he tweeted out a while ago that the album's done. He's kind of just waiting for like things to die the down. So yeah, exactly. I'm sure he's trying to get his touring bag and everything too. So, so he can take his time, you know, you know, that's most of our money nowadays. Quit yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was watching some, I've never seen Smino live, but I was on YouTube watching some of his, uh, his live shows and yo, clink live is crazy. <laughs> I know I would go stupid. <laughs> yo, the whole crowd was going crazy, man. I think it was that, specifically, if you want to look it up, it was like his Atlanta show. And it was oh, Clink Live. I know it was going dumb. And it, actually, was, it was ridiculously lit. Oh, my God. I actually, I, I went to a Smino concert when he, when he dropped Black Swan. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I should have uh, said that. But Who'd you go with? Hell yeah. It was great. It was great. I went with Madeline and I think our friend Christian from high school. And, Man. Uh, someone else. I don't remember. Sorry. What? Were yeah. you in high school still or was this college? Yeah. No, this was high school. This was probably junior year. So, yeah, I mean, when did when did this drop again? How many years ago? You said? Uh, 2017. Yeah, it was probably 2017 then. So, senior year for us. Yeah, yeah, we did graduate in 2017. Yep. That's wild. Yep. Amphetamine is crazy live. That was by far my favorite. Amphetamine was the best live. Amphetamine, yeah, it's just he shut off the lights in the place. Everybody had their phones out. Just typical, you know. But hey. man, that was beautiful. Beautiful. Right. So beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm. He came and performed at UOP, but that was over uh virtually yeah i mean what? i still nah. lost my shit but it yeah. you know <laughs> not the same though yeah that, that's not, the same. That so not the same yeah. yo let me tell you yeah. something about smino coming to uop so i was on the arson entertainment team talk to me and so. basically we have a say the the say in like deciding you know depending on what our budget is what artists can come to uop man i was trying to get him for spring <laughs> concerts so <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh! But nobody was on him at the time. Nobody was, nobody was showing nah. love, and and the fact that like he performs so great live, like he has his whole band. It's the production value behind it, and obviously I was the only Smino fan there. Like I was on YouTube constantly showing him clips. Um, they wanted Kamaya though, but I totally understand. It's like Bay Area. Right, right, right. You know, makes sense like let's turn this shit up she's, type she's music. cool she's far she's dope like she would definitely be a good live on but it didn't matter at the end because corona happened and this <laughs> canceled. y'all got no one instead yeah <laughs> we got roni that's who yes we got. sir <laughs> yeah y'all got Rona. man but yeah that's my little smino two cents so yeah that virtual concert unfortunately did not hit the same but that would have been crazy if he came live to the school man damn are there any projects you're gonna dive into this week any projects mm. yeah either like some that we've talked about or haven't talked about mm. well i'm gonna check out guap dad and idk that's all i know but okay. i don't know if you guys got any other suggestions suggestions let me know yeah i was gonna like, i was I gonna to bring up uh i was gonna bring up a single but if you got a project you want to talk about jelani no uh i just saw recently um this artist from the uk that i uh follow 
his name is Jacob Banks. Fire. Okay. He's a vocalist. Um, he came out with a project called uh, For My Friends. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Um, I was just preparing for this. And I was like, who do I know that's dropped some shit? And I seen he did. And I was like, oh, snap. I'm asleep. <laughs> um, that and uh, D Smoke's uh, Black Habits. I Ooh. saw him perform uh, on yeah. uh, verses or verses, uh, rhythm and flow, mm-hmm. and like I really love like his performance and his artistry and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I keep seeing this man pop up on my damn Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> but I haven't went check. Yo, out they're going hard before. with the Facebook ads, bruh. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like poster board ads that they be yeah that that Netflix check definitely hit. They're going hard with those Facebook ads for sure. Hey, yo, Delani, yo, did you know that he's Sir's brother? I was just about to say that. Oh, my bad, one. No, 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 you're good. It's just I was gonna I was gonna Wait. ask though. I wasn't gonna say I was gonna ask. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. He, he's Sir's <laughs> Shut up, for yeah, real. Sir's brother, dog. Yeah. So they just need to go ahead and do a collab with Plan. Yeah, I think they've they've already done a few, but. I, when I saw Sir live, he brought out D Smoke. That shit turn, was turned up for sure. Shut Very talented up. family. It's crazy. His so brother be on the lookout for that then. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, they got one on the project called Lights On. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, um, they got two on the project. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out D Smoke. Uh, yeah. My favorite D Smoke song was Top of the Morning. Uh, that was on. That was off Black Habits, I believe. Yeah, the fifth track on there. Jelani, you got to listen to that because that, that bass is crazy. No, sir. <laughs> it's just like, I know I know you love the low end, Jelani. Yes, and... I'm here for the bottom end theory. <laughs> you, Jelani, I gotta, if you're about the low end, I got a suggestion for you. It's a Brent Fires one, too. And this Ooh. is for everybody, really. But okay. 2016 EP, I think 2016, AM Paradox. If you guys haven't heard that, I love the beat selection way more than what he chooses Ooh. nowadays. For being honest, it, okay. beautiful project, beautiful project. AM Paradox, give that a listen if you have not. Probably some Let's of my favorite Brent Fires were. AM Paradox. No one knows that. is my my stand out there. I'm killing it. Okay, I see it. It's no it's this knows. like red, yeah. kind of painting album cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a sig. Yeah. One time. Mm-hmm. Definitely <laughs> give that a listen. That project okay. is beautiful, man. Okay. Beautiful. I, I I'm kind of ashamed. I thought I was a Brent Fires fan, but if I do not know what AM Paradox is, that's it. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. I can no longer claim these things. Okay. Hell no. Okay, but oh, you you challenge my my fandom. I all for, you. All for sure. <laughs> I'm listening to the whole discography. Let's go. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, Okay, yeah. AM Paradox. What kind of what kind of sound is it? You think compared to his new sound? But he chooses. There's more going on in the beats. I would okay. say there's definitely more going on in the beats. I feel like nowadays the beats are very simple. Sometimes it's just a bass line or just a clap and a kick. Yes. But in this one, there's yeah. everything. There's hi-hats. There's, there's a okay. deep bass. There's beautiful melodies in the background. I would say overall just the beats are more melodic. He's – I don't know if he's a little more melodic, but that's just the impression I get too. Okay. It's just a lot, of, a lot of good melodies on this. Oh, yeah. More, more melodic. More melodic than his more recent check stuff. Check that out. I definitely need to check that yeah. out. Hell yeah. I love it. Any more, any more projects you guys got? I got a single that I'm super excited about. Oh, tell us. Talk to me. And it's this artist only has one song and it's this song. And I'm mad there's <laughs> nothing else in the discography because I'm like such what? a big fan of this song. And the song has no 8 way. million plays on Spotify. Yeah. No way. One song. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay, 8 million so, plays, one song. Who is this? 
So the artist yeah. is called Papa Rod. I don't even don't even try to search Papa Rod because you're not going to spell it right. It's uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's P A W P A W space R O D. So like Papa Rod. I love it. I love Yo, it. The one song, hit them where it hurts. Oh my god! All right, writing this down. Single that I've been on. I think I got two. Yeah. Okay. okay. So one is the photo ID remix. Okay. It is Remy Wolf's song, but the remix is featuring Dominic Fike. Okay. Oh. Gotta keep shouting him out because he's, he's doing great. Uh, on this one, I said Remy Wolf, it's, she sounds very fun and I get big Gwen Stefani, uh, no doubt era vibes. Ooh. You, you got to check it out, but that, that's the vibes I get from her on the track. Okay. And then Dominic Fike comes on and he's he, super wavy, super wavy. You know how wavy he can be like yeah. three nights type vibe kind of yeah. similar deal there. Yeah. That's my favorite that's, that's type of Dominic Fike. Okay. Little, little Gwen Stefani and Dominic Fike doing a shit. Okay. Man. And then uh, the next one I have is Do It Right. I think it's Ray Ami. R-E-I-A-M-I. Uh, Sorry okay. if I'm butchering that. But Ray Ami featuring Amine. And honestly, Amine, he kind of he did a thing on this song. It's, it's really him all here. Uh, he, he brought the perfect energy melodically. He did it sing lyrically and the engineer, he, he did a real good job of panning his voice when it needed to be panned and okay. just all the way around. I, I want to shout out the engineer on that song. I had to make sure that <laughs> he did a shit like, hey, like you know that song, Sacrifices? Bro, they yeah. need so much love. They're a huge part of engineer the Engineer love for sure. Sacrifices, yeah, that engineer Sacrifices love. when they have the, the vocals bouncing. Yeah, I don't know what word he says, but it's just fire. <laughs> I can't name, I can't say a single word he says, but they they do a similar kind of kind of pattern panning okay. on this, and I thought it was really dope. Damn! So, so it's called do Freak? It right, Freak. Okay. No, this oh. one is called. Oh, do sorry. It right. Do it right. Do it right. Okay. Do it right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I hope I didn't say Freak. No, no, no. I I, I messed up. I was just looking at the top song. Okay. Yeah. Do it right featuring Amine. That's just do it right player. featuring Amine, and then the other song was uh, Photo ID the remix. Okay. That. Definitely check those out. Repeat game. Had them on repeat. Yeah. Let's do it. Yo, we're really gonna get this playlist up within the next few days, where it's just like all, all the songs we talk about on the pod. Dude, I feel like we got to do that before we drop this episode, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Ready. Yeah. And then we'll just we'll just update it every single every single podcast episode. But man, we'll just put them on game for sure. Jelani, you got you got any any singles you're excited about? Any one offs? Oh, that I heard or excited to come out that you've heard oh bruh so this past week um uh ain't gonna stop by reggie produced by um i want to say monty booker oh god and i think kenny oh god oh i could be very wrong monty booker and kenny beats yeah i think i heard this song actually that shit not that like, shit was like, crazy. I was like, what? Okay, Reggie, I don't know who you is, but I'm about to pay attention. Yeah, I think <laughs> Monty, dropped like, dropped, Monty dropped like two songs, and this was the, the one I peeped for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, Monty Booker and Kenny Beats. Like, that's just it's ridiculous. It, two of right. my favorite producers. Right. So who 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 assembled the Avengers? No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's a dream team for sure. Yo, talking about dream collabs, let's just get a whole album from Monty and Kenny Beats. Man, <laughs> man, let them pick the artist too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that would be yeah. crazy. Please. And I hope they pick fresh, like like sprinkle a couple of new artists in there. Mm-hmm. You feel me? 
Oh yeah, for sure. All right, you uh, said you said you had a couple more, Jelani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, driver's license by uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Yo, <laughs> crazy dude! I, I cry every time I hear that song. I swear, Bruh, that was I the swear. first time I cry. heard that shit, and I was like, "Who is this?" Yeah. And I love how you put this together. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that was did, you, did you know that that song like basically popped off on TikTok? Like, it had a huge moment a couple months ago. Um, I'm going to say yes because thanks to Spotify, I was listening to like songs that popped on like TikTok. Okay, <laughs> and okay. that's how I found. No, <laughs> it's crazy though because it's like her. I believe she was in like High School Musical and stuff. Like that was her background. For real, she had some association no with it. Um, a background dancer, huh? Yeah. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. It says here she wrote the song "All I Want" for High School Musical and the mus- musical the series. Oh, um, okay. she better get her paper. Yeah. What? So I guess this was like her first, like you know, artist release. Because when you look at her discography, it's it's all from High School Musical, like the soundtrack, and then it's just boom, driver's license, like that. That shit was a hit. Um. Yeah, she, man. That's... She put it in a practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Come on, I'll do my own thing." But yeah, that right. song really—that song's crazy. That song was lit, lit. Absolutely. Um, and then this isn't a new single, but this was something that I stumbled across just in my listenings. Um, "Holy Holy" by Marvin Gaye is gas. If Ooh. you have not heard that shit, <sighs> it's fire. <laughs> Come on now. No, because I'd be on my OD, so I had mm-hmm. to sprinkle a little bit of that in there. You feel me? Bro, that's the that's like the Godfather R and B, you feel me? Man. Okay. Holy holy. I'm peeping. Added to the playlist already. I'm just saying. There we go. <laughs> I wanted to shout out House of Balloons, the weekend's first EP. He put it on streaming services a couple days ago. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. Okay. Loft okay. music, what you need, the morning, three best songs, wonderful music. <laughs> House of Balloons. Hey, I think I remember those tracks from, now. from the SoundCloud old. days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, <laughs> uh, that's what put me on to the weekend. Great yeah. music. Let's do it. What's it called? House of Balloons? House of Balloons. Yep, okay. on streaming services now. I mean, that's all we got on this side. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Episode two in the books. It's been fun. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Um, and yeah, keep your eyes out for that playlist. We'll for sure have it by the time this goes live. Uh, so you'll be able to follow us along. And then also feel free to, you know, shoot us DMs, put us on to any music suggestions. Please. Uh, yeah. Like we, Please. You know, we, we need, we need to be put on game all we can. So, so don't be afraid to slide in the DMs. Let us, let us know what we're missing, things you want to see on the podcast, topics you want us to discuss. Uh, once again, thank you guys for rocking with us and we'll see you in the next one.